the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. My name is Scott Garber. My wife and Cindy is here with me in the studio, and we're filling in for Dr. Anderson today. <coughs> I'm a former missionary and pastor on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., where we still reside, and uh, an author of an upcoming book entitled White as Sin, Racial Haughtiness and Christian Responsibility. And this is my wife, Cindy. Hi, everyone, and I am for the last... Uh, Eight years, I am the budget officer for an agency with the Department of Justice. So she keeps the money flowing. It's great to be with you. We're also very involved here at uh, Bridgeway Community Church and just happy to be sharing this time with you uh, here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson as we talk today uh, on Marriage Monday uh, about competition in marriage, competition in marriage. And we want to have a conversation with you about this topic today. So our phone lines are open at 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434, and we're uh, anxious to talk with you. Um, Cindy, we have a little bit of a history with this topic, don't we? We do. We first were introduced with the whole idea of competition in marriage when we were um, getting ready to go overseas with a nonprofit missionary organization. They asked us to take a battery of personality tests so that to see how compatible we were with the rest of the team overseas. So after we took the test, we sat down with a Christian psychologist, and she looked at both of us and said, you know, given your scores on, on, on the need to achieve, I scored high, very, very high, off the ch almost off the charts. Scott starts laughing, and she said, oh, don't you laugh. You scored even higher. Uh, and looked at both of us and said, uh, people like you don't marry each other, and people like you tend not to stay married because of your the competition uh, between the two of you in marriage. And that's when we were really introduced to the uh, whole idea of, of competing. So now we've been married 41 years, so obviously we figured out something along the way <laughs> that allowed us to get over some of those bumps. And maybe you've experienced some of those bumps yourself. We'd like to talk to you about our experience, a little bit about what God says, and uh, hear about how you deal with competition in your marriage, if, if there's anything positive about it. Uh, what difficulties it can it can bring about, and how you deal with it to make things uh, flow mm -hmm. and work positively. So maybe you're not sure yet whether in your marriage there is competition. So um, 
a psychiatrist by the name of Dr. Gail Saltz has uh, offered six um, signs that your relationship might be competitive. This isn't the kind of, you, know, you might be a redneck thing, but this is like, you might have a competitive marriage if. So why don't you start out with okay. giving one, one of them, Cindy? Uh, you hope that your spouse doesn't do something too well. Okay. Second uh, sign that you might um, be in a competitive marriage is you find yourself angry or resentful about your spouse's success. Number three, you feel a sense of panic when your spouse engages in an activity that you consider to be one of your strengths. The fourth sign that you might be in a competitive relationship or marriage is that you often measure your performance against that of your spouse. Another one, number five, is that you tend to view your spouse as more of an adversary than a teammate. And the final one, the final of the six uh, signs that you might be in a competitive relationship is that you experience a perversely pleasant sense of superiority when your spouse fails. So if any of that sounds like you, or if, or if you've been on the, the receiving end of any of that, then, then we might have something to talk about today as we think about how do we make our marriage relationship <coughs> more positive and avoid some of the negative consequences of, of, uh, of competition in marriage. Uh, maybe you don't think of yourself as a really competitive person, but sometimes in marriage, uh, we're motivated to reach out and, and uh, use the people who are closest to us uh, in an effort to, to bolster something that's not functioning well in ourselves. And so uh, this is a good topic for us to think about today. Cindy, do you think there's any th such thing as uh, uh, positive competition in marriage? Well, I'm not sure if, if straight competition uh, is necessarily positive between the two of us. Uh, but I think that if we direct that sense of competition, two of us on a team against uh, another, another team, you know, like in a board game or in a, a team sport, mm -hmm. that would help. Or I guess if we, we play, uh, we love to play rummy. And sometimes I trounce him and sometimes he beats me. But it's always in the sport of fun and enjoyment. I don't think it ever gets to the point where we feel upset. Yeah, or it's about fun. And yeah. it's, it's n I mean, there's some skill involved in the game, but there's a lot of luck in it. So it's not as if one person has some right to think of themselves as superior by virtue of the of having won a game of rummy, although I wouldn't want to say that that's never happened, but. <laughs> yeah, well, but on the other hand, I don't think I'd ever want to be in a cake baking contest with you where you won. Oh, where I won, yeah. Well, <coughs> I, I think that would be highly uh, unlikely that I would win it, but. Uh, yeah. <coughs> and so that, g but that brings me to one of the, one of the ways I think that we have learned to deal with um, competition in our marriage yeah. because I think we can, I don't think our basic personalities changed. It wasn't like we just sat down and said, oh, we're very competitive, so maybe we shouldn't be that way uh, as people. <coughs> but one of the things I think we've done is to kind of give each other some space a in terms of the things that yeah. we do. How would you describe that dynamic? Well, um, we don't compete directly and we encourage each other when we, when you, if you do something well, I make a point of saying so. Compliments, um, and I think that uh, you've encouraged me in areas where I've tried to compete mm -hmm. uh, outside the home. You're my, my biggest cheerleader, and that tends to be a, a helpful thing that when I know that you're on my side and you're w we're working together towards something, even if I'm taking the lead. Yeah, and we don't always have to both be doing the same things, right? I mean, right. Y you really like to cook, and you're really good at it, and 
there aren't very many things that I've applied myself to that I haven't been somewhat successful at, but um, I've, I've, I've stayed out of the kitchen. Yeah, and that's, that's, your, that's your, your purpose, space. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm in there basically to reheat things that other people have cooked before, you mm. or something frozen, but I, I don't go too far beyond that. And, and when I have, it's been kind of... Uh, hit or miss. Hit or miss, <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. Um, um, <coughs> I'm, I'm a little bit too creative for my own good sometimes, rather than following instructions. Um, no, but it's good for you to give me my own space and allow me to succeed in an area where you're not stepping in and showing, I mean, I am a very competitive person, so I'm still adjusting that even after 41 years. Yeah, and I, I, th I think um, I was sort of um, realized early on that that wasn't my, my cup of tea when I decided to make a dish, I think, in our first year of marriage called chili con corny. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, yes. It wasn't the recipe that was so bad. It was just all no, It was the execution, actually. Well, yeah. Replacing cream corn with the corn and tomato soup. Well, yeah, it was supposed to have corn. I put yeah. cream corn in it, so that wasn't really too good. We're, we're waiting to hear from you here at uh, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, 888-432-7434. Join us, would you please? Did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new master elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime-inclusive warranty. Call HCR, 888-991-2427, and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. Hi, my name is attorney James McCollum, and my firm practices in the area of employment law. I've practiced employment law since 1988. I've represented many persons in federal and state courts and administrative agencies. Employment law is complex, and whatever your issue, we know that it is important to you. We'd be honored and privileged to serve you. Let McCollum & Associates work for you. Call us at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
Welcome back, everyone, to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Scott Garber, here with my wife, Cindy. Cindy, Cindy Garber, and I'm here to talk with you about competition and marriage. And what do you think about that? And what are some obstacles or any, any tips that you have that helped you get over some of that, uh, that edge? Exactly. So feel free to call us and uh, join in the conversation at 888-432-7434. I'm going to try that again and try to get it right. 888-432-7434. So we've introduced this theme today. Uh, as we Before we get any further into it, uh, we just want to stop and have a quick word of prayer and ask uh, God's blessing on our, our time together and uh, ask you to join in with us as well. Father, we are grateful to you for being a God who desires to make us successful um, in the areas that you have gifted us. And uh, we just pray that we will seek to be, uh, to do our best for you and for your glory and not for our own and certainly not to be putting down others or trying to do better than they do uh, in, our, in our marriage in particular. And so, Lord, we just ask that you'll give us a spirit of cooperation instead of competition and you'll help us to learn the lessons that you have for us today. In Christ's name. Amen. <clears throat> so we were talking about some of the, the space that we give uh, each other in our marriage to, uh, to be successful. Um, and so, <clears throat> Cindy, what do you think are some of the areas when we first started out in our marriage where we kind of stepped on each other's toes in, in terms of, uh, of, of being competitive? Do you, re do you remember those days? Uh, yeah. I'm asking for ancient <laughs> history here. Oh, well, I think that um, a lot of times when we would criticize each other, if someone was doing something where the other person felt that they were more of an expert, and rather than jumping and helping, it's more of like you're not doing that right, or this mm -hmm. is how you should be doing it. And uh, a common a common thing among women, especially, is when uh, they're taking care of a small baby over time and they want their husband to take care of the baby, well, then he can't do it right. And we just assume that our way is the right way, and there isn't any other way. Mm -hmm. um, not recognizing that sometimes different is just different. It's not better or worse. Okay, that's right. And, yeah. that, and sometimes, you know, you just let the person work through their the issues and just encourage rather than criticize. Yeah, because if it's not my way, then, then there must be something fishy about it, huh? yeah. something wrong. Yeah. And <coughs> there really are different kinds of, of uh, competition, uh, even in marriage, um, it's not all of the same sort. Uh, some of that competition revolves around the kind of thing that you were just talking mm -hmm. about, this, this internal competition in the marriage about um, like direction and um, uh, wh how, how, do we, how do we raise the kids, for example, or um, how do we manage money? And so they're, they're competing ideas. It's not necessarily one person trying to best the other. It's just competing ideas in, in the realm of marriage. Why, why do you think that, that those sorts of things become such sensitive issues for people? Well, I think, I think part of the reason is that you feel that you're comfortable. This is the way I'm doing it is the right way. And if someone brings up something that's different, then you're just assuming that they think what you're doing is wrong. Right. And sometimes that person's just bringing up their difference in a more of a critical attitude because they're afraid that, that, that you're thinking that they're wrong and inferior. And when they bring it up, you think they're criticizing what you're doing and that what you're doing is inferior. When actually you need to both set it on the table and say they're both under consideration and they're not better or worse, they're just different. And let's look at them yeah. from a not so attached to us, sure. but, but out there and how can this be better for the two of us? Yeah, 
and so, sometimes I think too there are also competing uh, family patterns that we bring into a mm -hmm. marriage and things that we're used to doing. It may not be better or worse. It's just what's familiar to us. And all of a sudden, those two things come into conf conflict, and then it, there, there, there's tension in the marriage because because one thinks, well, this is the way it's done, and the other thinks, no, it isn't. Yeah, you know, and I think that there's a sense of competition when you want to win. You know, and I was thinking a, a good example of, of us actually working through this was when you were doing remodeling and we had uh, a doorway that needed to um, be designed. And I had one idea and you had another idea. And we stood in front of that doorway and argued for several minutes. And somewhere in the argument, it flipped where I was arguing your side of, of the, your point of view and your side, my side of the argument. And it, it, we almost laughed. Uh, when we got to the point, realized that we were standing on the opposite side of where we started out, and recognizing that, oh, I understand where you're coming from, so then it's going to be okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. even though it's different from what I have, I can see why you want to do it that way, and that makes sense too. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I've heard people say that if you can't act, if you, if you can't argue the other pers person's point of view, then you don't really understand it well That's enough. True. Or, yeah. yeah. Which doesn't mean that we're always prone to argue the other person's point of view yeah. instead of our own, but at least it's important as a point of understanding. Yeah. But I think in competition, we want to be the expert. We want to be first. We want to win. We want to accomplish things that make us look good and important. I think those are all motivations that move us in that direction. Mm -hmm. And if we have a spouse that undermines that in any way, then it makes that line a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah. One of the other areas of... Um, competition in marriage that I was thinking about um, is about the whole aspect of, of the, the person's commitment to the marriage. Like, uh, there, uh, often in many marriages, there's tension between who's trying harder, That's you know, true. And, and who, who's putting out more effort, you know, and or who has the more difficult of the two roles. And sometimes there are arguments about that. Sometimes the arguments go unspoken, but they're, 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 they're loops yeah. going around in somebody's head, yeah. and, there's, and there's scorekeeping going on. That is true. Uh, why do you think scorekeeping can be dangerous? Well, first of all, the Bible tells you not to do it <laughs> in the fir <laughs> first thing. So right there, it puts you on the wrong foot spiritually. Uh, because it's kind of a form of judging in a way, isn't it? Right. Or did it's you have another principle No, I just, it was just thinking about love. Tell, well, that's true. I mean, it covers, it covers that as it well. It just shows that you have a faulty sense of love in that aspect of, uh, of your relationship. Yeah. But I think that... Um, what happens, though, is that what you consider major points, you know, you you have big one, big two, and then the other person, they may have stress, but those are little one, little two, because it doesn't really affect you. So you're measuring on different scales. Right, and so each person is likely to, to come out with a calculus that supports their own Correct. sense of, of, of the yeah. difficulty or, or sacrifice that they're putting out there. But everybody who engages in this has a kind of fantasy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You well, what's the fantasy? They're hoping one day that they'll say something and their partner goes, you know, you're absolutely right. You do work harder than I do. Yeah. You, you know, I, I agree with you on that. And how many times in the history of marriage has this happened? <laughs> well, I don't know, but uh, I don't think you need too many fingers yeah. and toes to, to, to figure yeah. that one out. Yeah. So <coughs> if, if there are bad things that can happen when we um, – when we get into competitive mode in a marriage, why do you think we do that? I mean, if, if, it, if it has negative consequences, why, why would we engage in such a behavior? Well, first I want to say 
then somebody needs to call in and talk to us because I know that we're not the only couple that is competitive, and I know we're not the only couple that's had to work through some of the uh, negative aspects of our competitive nature. That's right. So in fact, we will praise you if you were the first one <laughs> to call and be and be competitive and call in at 888-432-7434 here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So we're talking about competition in marriage today, and we've talked a little bit about uh, whether, in fact, you or we are in a competitive uh, uh, marriage or relationship and some of the different kinds of competition. Um, but And we've talked about some of the things that can go wrong when we're competitive, but so why would we do that? Well, I think, I think, well, I think one of the reasons why we tend to be competitive is we're a little insecure uh, and we want to show that we do have, that we're an intelligent, capable being and that that we're an expert in our field or that uh, we can succeed where others fail. I think there's a sense of competition, of winning, too, that I um, that helps me uh, <laughs> move in that direction when I shouldn't. Okay. But I think, I think when I develop more of a trust in who I am and who God is, I think just changing my perspective, how I look at things, mm -hmm. uh, makes a difference because I've always thought about this is – this is my job. This is mine. This is mine. You don't need to find your value in comparison to someone right. else at that point. Yeah, you know. so I think we have a caller on line. Uh, <coughs> uh, not not yet. So oh, okay. we're waiting on the. Uh, we're waiting on you at eight 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 four three two, seven four three four. You know, one of the things that I learned uh, in recent times, as I was um, researching for a book on race relations and and racial attitudes of racial superiority was that we have this kind of built-in sinful um, tendency, a drive for superiority. Um, and sometimes it's taken out in, in, the, in, in the racial field, and other times it, is, we, it ends up in a gender context and even within a marriage relationship. But sometimes I think we do it because it's its own reward. We do have a caller here, from, uh, Colin, from um, Manassas, Virginia. And, Colin, you're on the air. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson. Yes, how you doing, sir? Um, We're doing I well. I just have a quick question. Like, sure. Yeah, my wife, you know, whenever she have a point of view, yes. and if she have a point of view, it's like I, I, my point never taken. Like, I'm always wrong. Or her, her, if, if I have a suggestion and, and a matter, it's, like it's, it's never taken. Yes. How do I deal with that issue? Huh. And so you. If my wife is like that. Yeah. So and have you had you've had conversations about this, or you, are you just, just this is just something you're feeling? No, this is like different different issues. Right. For example, you know, I could say you know don't leave the knife on the kitchen countertop because our son can he can injure himself with it. You know, and she was like she don't really. She'll, she'll, she'll be like, that's not a problem. That's not an issue. Uh-huh. And so uh, uh, yeah, what I'm right. asking is, uh, have, have you had conversations with her about this dynamic, or is this just something that, that you're feeling, but maybe she doesn't know that you're feeling it or or that she's doing it, something Oh, no, like I, I do have a conversation with her concerning these things, and it's like it, it, it doesn't – she don't take into consideration that it is important yeah. or – Sure. And when you have those conversations, are they do they take place when you're in the middle of this 
uh, competitive conflict, or do they take place at some other time when things are more relaxed? It, it takes place, like, I would give it a day or two, and uh -huh. I will go and have a, have a talk with her. Yeah, well, that, that, that's a good strategy. That's a good thought, but you but you haven't had you haven't had much success in, in getting better communication on that uh, on that topic yet, huh? No. And, no, no. And, and is it is it a kind of dynamic that's restricted to certain sorts of uh, activities that you disagree about, or it, does it take place kind of across the board? Right across the board, because even we went to our marriage council, uh -huh. and. I think it was, a, it was a marriage retreat, and me and my wife was basically sitting around the table, and, and everybody was giving a little um, comment to each spouse. Um, how about everybody gives each spouse a kiss? And even my wife said that she don't feel like she wants to kiss me because she don't have to prove to anybody that she loves me. And I felt a little bit offended over that, mm -hmm. but she never thought nothing much of it. Yeah. So I, again, a few days down the road, yeah, we appreciate we appreciate hearing about your experience. If you want to hang on, we'll continue talking with you after the break. We've got to cut away for just a, a few moments, and uh, looking forward to talking to you here at a Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 888-432-7434. It's always fun to have my friend Brian Sheely, co-founder of Fellowship Home Loans, join us. Brian, let's talk for a moment about where interest rates are right now. I understand you may have some big news regarding uh, that important aspect of our lives. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm more excited right now because right now we have the lowest rates that we've had all year. This past week, we've seen an unexpected dip in interest rates. And right now, I mean, right after the election, we knew rates went up. And they, so they kept going up throughout 2017. But right now, they're the lowest they've been all year. But this is going to be short-lived. And, folks, by the way, if you want to follow up on some of our conversations such as this one, you need to call one 800 804 save and talk with Mike or Brian at fellowshiphomeloans.com on the web, fellowshiphomeloans.com, or that toll-free number, 1-800-804-7283. Hey, folks, Rich Lee here. Well, my pillow has now made it easier than ever to own a MyPillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in the USA, washable, dryable, and the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, but now here's their best offer yet. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-517-3636 and use promo code WAVA to take advantage of Mike Lindell's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. Now you can take your MyPillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend. There is no excuse to delay any longer. Purchase the best pillow I have ever owned. Call 800-517-3636. Do that today and get the four-pack special. That's 40% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you'll stay there longer. Call 800-517-3636. Notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home. And now, even when you travel, call 800-517-3636 or MyPillow.com. Promo code WAVA. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Larry Levin, and I've been on the trading floor for 23 years. I was one of the biggest traders in the S&P pit. I'm also the president of Trading Advantage, the leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional day traders. Now, for a limited time, I'm offering
learn one of the trading techniques I use to make $1.9 million for free. Get started right now by calling 800-489-8876. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free trading technique and daily insider's market report at no cost to you. This is the very information I use to build my fortune. I was getting ready to retire. I still needed to make extra income, but I didn't want to work for anyone else. Because of Larry and his excellent instructors, I could trade successfully for myself. And I'll never have to work for someone else again. Fire the stockbroker and hire the most dependable person you know, you. Again, call in the next 90 minutes. Leave your email address on my voicemail, 800-489-8876. Call Okay, we're back uh, on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Scott Garber here with my wife, Cindy, and we were talking with Colin from Manassas. Um, Colin, are you still on the line? I'm still here. Oh, thanks for, thanks for uh, holding on there with us during our break. And uh, you were describing a circumstance at, at your home that you were having some difficulty getting around. And uh, <laughs> do, do you want to go back and just g- give us the, the Reader's Digest version of that? So that we'll, we'll every all of our listeners will be uh, up to speed, and and then we'll talk a bit more about it. Okay. Are you are you still there? Hey, you chipped out a little bit. Can you? Can you okay. That, no, I, w- I was just saying that perhaps you could you could uh, summarize very quickly for us what you were describing before, so that if we have uh, new listeners, that they'll have a, uh, an idea what we're talking about here. Yeah, basically, um, my wife, she basically feels that, you know, she she had the right, to, her opinion matters, and my um, opinion doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter with anything, you know. She can do whatever she want to do. For example, she can, she can invite people in our home without letting me know who, who are they. Um, my wife, she, she can buy a car without even letting me know of it, um, it's just anything, anything that that deals with both of us. She, yeah. my my opinion doesn't matter. So you feel like you, ha- you haven't gotten now. you haven't gotten sort of due respect for your opinion in in the in this ongoing relationship. And I told my wife, I say no counseling, let's see marital um, help. Um, and and she 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 honestly said that they can't help her because she honestly don't feel like she's doing anything wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, we were talking about this a little bit during the break, and um, uh, well, Cindy, you had an idea. You want to go ahead and share? It? Well, if not, I'll jump in. So, okay, I do. I had several ideas. I'm not sure which one he was talking about, but I do know that some people, uh, by nature, are contrary. In fact, when I was growing up, my mother called me Mary Mary, quite contrary, because I would sit down when she told me to stand up, and I'd stand up when she told me to sit down. So, um, but one of the things that helped me not be so contrary was when someone would express their feelings uh, or stand beside or go along with me aside and just sort of move me in the right direction. So um, rather than saying, sit down, you can come over and just, can we talk about this? Um, And be a little bit more gentle about rather than butting heads, try to work together as a team. Um, I know that that. Well, that there's obviously obviously nothing that we can do in the course of this telephone call about someone who's not a party to the conversation, 
we can only think about what how how your reaction can be perhaps improved to 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 lower the tension here and uh, so a couple of things that occurred to me Colin were the possibility of um, trying to, to draw her into your own decision making rather than you making a decision and and giving an opportunity then for it to be uh, for there to be a, a, a criticism of it or a rebuttal uh, to, to, to try to to make those decisions uh, as, as a couple as much as possible so that you're already on the same page and it lessens the the, the chance the chance for conflict um, right yeah so that, but that that's the thing I'm that's the thing that I'm saying when, when it comes to having a simple co um, communication or mm -hmm. dialect with my wife is it, it doesn't my my saying doesn't even exist. Yeah. And I told my wife I said how you just you know we sit down we discuss any issues or any problems that we need to rectify as a couple concerning our kids or doing anything together let let's just work it out. And she just she just don't want to comply with me. Yeah, and I think your I, I think your idea about talking to her is a good one and a better uh, away from the children because I, uh, it's, it's not healthy for them to be brought into uh, that dynamic. And so, but um, and you did mention that you had tried to get some some outside marital counseling. I think that's also a very positive thing. And it, sometimes when one spouse doesn't want to do that. Uh, the help, most helpful thing is to say, well, this is something that I need to help me resolve this uh, issue that I'm not sure how to deal with, rather than rather than saying we need to do it because there's something wrong with you, because it doesn't sound as if she's willing to accept that proposition in the first place. But if you if you just come, if you if you want to argue about an issue, then you're going to get an argument back probably. But if you, if you just simply say, you know, this is how I feel, and I'm having trouble get dealing with this. It's hard to argue. It's harder to argue with somebody's feelings because they feel the way they feel. And uh, you know, if you say right. I need to do this for my own sake, uh, then um, and it would be most helpful if you were there as well because then that would that would help me to to better understand how we can mm -hmm. get along. Uh, you know, that might help to draw her in. Uh, you know, I don't know what other issues she might have or you ha or you're having. And uh, as I said, we can't resolve that without everybody being part of the conversation but um, I you know I appreciate the fact that you're concerned about this and concerned enough to reach out uh, both on this phone call and on the uh, in your search for for marital counseling so um, I would just like to encourage you with with those uh, few words of tips and also just to, to continue on that pathway and to uh, to show love and, and try to draw her in by love because the making more resistance is, is probably just going to end up That's true. Uh, going yeah. further down that I, road. Yeah. I know that the scripture, and I realize that the scripture also said that husband love your wife as yep. Christ have loved the church. Yep. That's where it becomes difficult because when you have a wife or a spouse, it's not, not, um, yeah. Well, think, th think how patient, think how patient he's been with us. Colin, we're going to have to cut away again. We're going to pray for you while, while we're on break. Join us here at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, 888-432-7434. Hi, this is...
This is Dr. David Anderson. Sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. They say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study, and then you have 60, 90, 120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. You do those cores about six or seven times, then you write a dissertation. I tell you what, I not only got my degree while I was a working adult as a pastor in the church, but it was a safe place, not only to learn, but a safe place to think. You want more information, check them out at ogs.edu. That's ogs.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new Master Elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right, and our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us let's put it like that and all of this with a lifetime inclusive warranty call hcr 888-991-2427 and tell gus dr anderson sent you Good afternoon and welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Scott Garber here with my wife Cindy and we're filling in for Dr. Anderson today on this Eclipse Day. And we're talking about how about comp- competition in marriage and how once sometimes uh, one partner tries to eclipse the other one mm-hmm. uh, in the marriage relationship. Um, just before the break we were having a conversation with a gentleman and it just reminded me how I- when you're in a competitive situation in a marriage, uh, when you are on the, um, let's say, the the, uh, the oppressive side or the superior s- uh, side of this uh, competitive relationship, you may just be clueless about it. And when you're and when you're on the on the receiving end of it, though, it can be quite painful and very frustrating. And put you in kind of a hopeless situation as well because you don't know what to do. I agree, and I think that sometimes um, the frustration a- actually makes the problem greater, even if you're trying to not make it greater. I uh, remember being uh, Before you start that, let me just encourage fo- folks to call in and share mm-hmm. their own experiences, and then we'll hear this, this story that you wanted to share. Uh, we want to talk with you today here at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
at 888-432-7434. Give us a call at 888-432-7434. Cindy, you were saying? Uh, I think it can be frustrating. And so a lot of times, um, at least me, I would try to manipulate you to uh, do some behavior modification and uh, try to get you to see my point of view and change the way you um, you acted towards me, uh, bringing more along the line of who, what I wanted. And I remember talking to a um, missionary about this, pray about how I can work with you. She said to me, she says, is he the kind of person that you're trying to make him the kind of person you want him to be or the kind of person that God wants him to be? Uh, I also had that same conversation about my daughter, but well, that's another discussion. Uh, and she said, you know, if you try to change Scott, it's be behavior modification. It only changes the outside. But if you ask God to change him, it becomes character. And so I took the time to just pray and ask God to change him. And while I was praying, he changed me too. Mm. But he also um, made you a better person. Yeah. Over time, that didn't work, didn't it? Yeah. Um, <coughs> so w why do you think... Th what do you think this, that competition in marriage generally is a negative thing? Uh, wh wh why can it have such serious consequences? Um, I like the phrase you had earlier um, in the car about a house divided. Mm. In other words, you're pulling for you and your spouse is pulling for him and you're not pulling together. Many times if you're in the opposite direction, you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and I'm also reminded that, you know, at the end of the, uh, during the creation story, how God talked about um, the oneness of marriage and man and woman coming together and being one. And of course, that one was um, symbolized by the physical intimacy, but it went way beyond that. And, and Jesus even commented in Matthew when he said, he was referring to that same passage of scripture and said that we must not separate what God has put together and so if God has tried to make us one, when we're, when we're competitive in marriage, we're pushing against each, each other and trying to make two separate entities because I can't be better than you or you better than me if we're the same thing. Yeah. That only works if we individualize ourselves and, and start working at, at cross purposes. Um, so I know you mentioned earlier how something about the fact that competition uh, kind of Ran, runs roughshod over the whole principle of love in marriage. Do, do you want to expand on that, or do you, do you have, have more, more thoughts about that? Well, I think someone should call in at 888-432-7434 and share their ideas about what, uh, how love can overcome How love can overcome competition, this. yeah. yeah. I th but I think that love tends to look at the other person before themselves. Mm -hmm. And so you can't compete with somebody when you want the other person to win over you. Right. Because love doesn't seek to best others, love seeks the best for yeah, others, first, right? Yeah. And so if we're trying to best someone else, we're not at the same time trying to seek the best for them because their demise is going to be a competitive advantage yeah. for us. And so uh, it's, it's just not going to work. <coughs> we invite you to call us here and talk about uh, competition in marriage, what it means to you, how you've made, maybe you have the answer to this mm -hmm. and you've dealt with it yeah. successfully. Um, Call us at 888-432-7434, 888-432-7434. Um, we talked a little bit, Cindy, about um, 
the kind of competition that we have within the, the, the dynamic of the marriage. But there's another kind of competition that I think is more, much more prevalent today than it used to be because when we were growing up, which was a while ago, uh, the, the gender roles for men and women were somewhat more rigid. And so men and women in their day-to-day -day activities were, not, were often not doing the same sorts of things. And so they, they couldn't compete on a head-to-head -head bas basis very easily. And so that kind of competition was kind of removed from the marital relationship in a way. But that's not the case today, right? That's true. Uh, there are many, uh, many examples I can think of in our, in our re relationship with others where uh, the wife is more professionally successful than the husband. Mm -hmm. and, um, and they may be doing the same sort of thing or at least something at the same professional sort of level, yeah. right? Right, and I think that when we look at, uh, especially when we look into Hollywood, and notice how many successful couples are out there when one couple tends to eclipse the other uh, professionally there tends to be separation involved because for some reason uh, it's very hard to maintain your equilibrium at, and value in your profession and your person if you see someone who's your competition skyrocket and mm -hmm. you struggle especially if you mm -hmm. see them on a day-to-day -day basis um, yeah I can, I can see that and it's it's a problem. It's a problem. Uh, how do you deal with finances in the marriage when the husband, who should you know be the the head of the house, is not as successful as his wife professionally? Mm -hmm. But then you also have to change and look at the perception of what you mean by success. Right, because there's money, there's recognition, there's advancement. As the world looks at those measures of success, and those things can become sticking points in the marriage. But what we how do you think we ought to view that success in a way that would be more positive uh, to overcome the competitive uh, well, well, I think tension? We, I think in America, especially in our capitalist society, that we forget that it's not my house, it's not my car, it's not my retirement, it's not mine. We're stewards of God. It's all God's. Mm -hmm. And that what we hold, we hold because God put it in our hands. Right. If we're doing it for the glory of God, then it shouldn't really redound to our own um, sense of of self, but but rather our gr gratefulness to God for the opportunities that He's given us. Right, and being a successful person in God's eyes is being one who grows and develops more and more like Christ, not mm -hmm. whatever money. I mean, look at Christ; He's the most successful of all, you know. And professionally, you know, yeah. He really didn't do well. And and we've even had a number of times in our relationship where we've we've shifted back and forth and one of us has done something to support the other person while we were getting training or doing something else and what do you, what do you think that, that we have done that has actually helped us um, to, to overcome the, the, the dangers that were lurking out there in terms of what you said at the beginning of the program uh, how the psychologist told us that people that were as competitive as we were didn't usually get married and if they did they didn't stay married well, I think we focused on the, the strengths that we have, the strengths that we bring to the table, and they're not the same, and that we value those strengths in each other and recognize that they're, they're healthy and that it's okay to be different. It's okay um, not to be uh, equal, but, yeah. yet, but, but still be equally valued. Yeah, it's become more collaborative instead of competitive. That's true. We're a team. We're, yeah, definitely, we're a team. definitely a team. Well, we look forward to talking with you at 888-432-7434 here at Real Talk on Doctor with Dr. David Anderson.
The average tuition for a Christian school education for elementary students is $8,366. The average tuition for students at First Baptist School of Laurel is $6,450. That's over $1,900 less. But there's no discount on the quality of education, care, and attention that your child will receive from First Baptist School of Laurel. Parents appreciate the rigorous Bible-based curriculum and emphasis on character building as strong and confident individuals. They offer pre-K through 8th grade. Learn how parents are saving on tuition, but gaining spiritual development for the children. Registration is now open for the fall, so call now for a tour to learn more. Call First Baptist School of Laurel today at 301-490-1076. That's 301-490-1076. Or visit wava.com keyword education. Save on a quality Christian education today by calling First Baptist School of Laurel at 301-490-1076. Or visit wava.com keyword education. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you suffocating under high interest rates with minimum payments and feeling there's no way out? With the help of National Debt Relief, you can now take advantage of consumer debt relief programs for fast relief. They have settled over $1 billion in credit card debt for thousands of people just like you, earning them an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. The truth is you don't have to pay it all back. You can settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. No need for bankruptcy or a consolidation loan. You can end the harassing phone calls, certified letters, and save a boatload of money. The process is easy and stress-free. Reduce a large portion of your debt now by calling National Debt Relief for this free information at 800-906-9304. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-700-6511. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-6511. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-6511. 1-800-700-6511. News, I'm Wally Hines in Washington. We're about to learn. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. My name is Scott Garber. I'm here with my wife, Cindy. We're filling in for Dr. Anderson today and talking about the subject of competition in marriage. We invite you to call us at 888 888- Four three two seven four three four eight 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 four three two seven four three four, and we have a caller from Maryland uh, on line three. Welcome to Real Talk. Yeah, good afternoon. Sure. Yeah. Well, so, what what's on your mind today about competition in marriage? Well, I was just going to make a comment that if we were to make all our marriages the way the Lord wants it, that whatever it is that we have is God given. And to honor each other, the Word of God says that a man should honor the wife 
mm-hmm. that Christ loved the church, and it also says to the wife to be submissive. If we can understand those two statements and just live accordingly, our marriages will show forth the glory of God. So I was just going to comment that I just pray that as a couple, we will look up to the Lord. Whoever makes the money is insignificant. Yeah, that's... Because making the money, the Lord is the giver of all things. That's true. Yeah, that's really great. That's that's that, that's a that, that's a very good insight. Um, the, that whole idea of, of honor, of honoring one another, because if we honor one another, then we're not going to be destructively compa- competing with each other at the same time, are we? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. and okay. that's what it is. Okay. We well, honor one, uh, each other and value each other. Very, then, very good. Thank all glory will go back to the Lord. It sure will. I agree. That, that's that, I that's a great agree. thought. Thank you for calling and sharing that with us today. That's a real encouragement. Thank you. You're welcome. <clears throat> So we've been talking about competition in marriage, and we invite you to call us. We still have a couple of minutes left to go at 888-432-7434. And we've talked a little bit today, Cindy, about whether we're in competitive relationships. And um, and we talked about the different kinds of competition in marriage, uh, whether it's outside advancement that we're both vying for and competing mm-hmm. with one another or the dynamic of marriage, who's trying harder and who's ha- having the more difficult time mm-hmm. of it. Uh, who, how are we going to raise the kids and uh, manage our money? All those kinds of things we can com- have competing ideas and competing uh, agendas about. Um, and we've talked even about w- why we do it, it's the sort of sinful tendencies and the insecurities and the, the misplaced achievement orientation. But as we wrap up today, let's think about um, a few tips for people because we're all in some level of competition yeah. with w- wherever there are two people involved. And... How, how do we get beyond this? Uh, before we get to that, we have a, uh, Judy calling from Maryland. Judy, what's your thought today about competition in marriage? Well, for me, I make more than my husband. Mm-hmm. But he, I feel like he could make more if he tried. Mm-hmm. And he's not trying hard enough to me, and so I have a problem with it. Yeah. So is 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 that a ma- is that a matter of, of of competition? Do you think, or just a matter of of some personal motivation? I think it's more personal motivation. Yeah. Although he would say, that, you know, it's just hard for you know yeah. him to find a better job, and yeah. I'll never be satisfied. Yeah. Well, the only thing that I can tell you from from this end, without uh, again having everybody involved in the conversation, is just. Uh, okay. when, when when he does uh, make an effort to do something, uh, praise him as much as you can because that positive reinforcement is very powerful for a man coming from his wife. And if, if he if he constantly gets the other too too much of the other kind, then it's it's going to tear down the relationship. We appreciate you sharing your your your, um, your thoughts and uh, that's all hard. the time we have today. Yes. Yeah, it is hard a hard situation. So let's think let's think we and not me. Let's look at the real obstacles and work together as a team. Let's recognize our spouse's accomplishments. And um... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.